Act 4 Scene 1 The King's Throne Room King is sitting on his throne reading a newspaper, Queen is moping, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are standing around flipping coins. King looks over newspaper and stares at Queen. Is something wrong? You've been sitting here sighing for the past 20 minutes. I can't even concentrate on my peanuts. You know how I get when I don't get my Snoopy. What's the matter? Where's your son? Queen looks at Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. I need to speak with the king. Alone. Exit Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. My king, you won't believe what happened to me earlier. What is it, Gertrude? How's Hamlet? He's crazier than a rabbit on speed. We were talking in my room when he whipped out his sword, screamed, Snitches got stitches! and stabbed Polonius through the curtain. Really? No way. So Polonius is dead then? It looks like I owe Marcellus 20 bucks. It's not funny. This is serious. Yes. <clears throat> Well, I suppose you're right. This means the prince is clearly a danger to himself and others. What should we do? We can lock him up in the dungeons until the craziness clears up. Where is he right now? He won't stop crying over the body. It seems like he feels pretty bad about the whole thing. Okay, that's it. We can't deal with this craziness any longer. He's too dangerous to be swinging a sword around here in Denmark. Let's pawn him off on someone else for a while until the heat dies down. Hey, Rogglestoop, Guildenstern, get back in here. Enter Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Okay, you idiots, listen close. The prince has murdered Polonius and for whatever reason won't leave the body. Go find him and bring the corpse into the chapel before it starts stinking up the joint. You understand? Go, now! Exit Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Come along, Gertrude. We have the best people. Simply the best. Ain't that right, folks? They're so smart. We'll tell them all about my genius plan, and they'll know that we've got everything under control, and that this country isn't being undermined by incompetence, insanity, and treason. Let's go. Act 4, Scene 2. A room in the castle. Hamlet enters room clapping dust from his hands. Okay, body is... Buried. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern call for Hamlet outside of the room. Hamlet? Dude! Enter Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Dude, where's Polonius's body? I buried it. Where? We'll dig it up and bring it to the church to bury it again later. Don't believe it. Don't believe what, bruh? Don't believe that I'll listen to whatever you two dumb fucks say. You got as much spine and brain power between you as a sponge. You gonna try and order around the son of a king? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm a sponge? That's right. A big, nasty, soggy sponge soaking up all the king's orders, riches, and butt sweat. It makes sense, though, because he's the kind of king to keep mindless yes-men like you around since you make him feel like a big man with the way you let him order you around. But don't worry. When shit hits the fan, he'll throw you under the bus once you outlive your usefulness. Dude, bruh, what are you talking about? I didn't think you understand. 
You guys are too stupid to even be insulted. Bro, yeah, well, we still need to know where the body is. The body is with the king, but the king isn't with the body. The king is a thing. Wait, the king is a thing? I think I heard this rumor before, bro. Nah, dude, it's a man. Doesn't matter. Take me to him. Let's get this over with. Exit all. Act 4, Scene 3. The King's Throne Room. Enter King with Servants. I'm gonna start calling the Prince Crazy Annie. He's completely lost his marbles. It's so sad. It's so true. It's just the worst thing ever. I've sent our best men after him to find the body of Polonius. I'm so smart. Everyone is so happy that I'm such a tremendous leader. Isn't that right, everyone? Aren't you just thrilled? Denmark is going to be a fabulous country after we've sent Crazy Hammy away. Everyone is going to be so tired of winning. Servants nod and fawn over King like a bunch of toadies. Some look a little reluctant but toe the line anyway. Enter Rosencrantz. And here's the man now. Let's hear the good news, Rattlecrow. Well, you see, thing is... He won't tell us, bro. Where is he? He's waiting right outside. Send him in. Hey, bring him in, bros! Enter Guildenstern and Hamlet. Okay, son, where's Polonius? At dinner. At dinner? Where? Did he get reservations? Well, he's not eating dinner. He is dinner. For the worms. Just like how everything else will eventually become worm food. Doesn't matter if you're a beggar or a king. The worms will eat you. Just the same. It's funny, because a man can fish with the worm that's eaten a king, and then eat the fish that's eaten the worm. It's almost as if there's some kind of circular representation of life. What are you talking about? Nothing. Just trying to remind you that one day, a king might become poor people's shit. That's enough of that. Where's Polonius? In heaven. If your messages can't find him there, I'll be willing to bet you'll be able to personally find him in hell yourself. If you're trying to find him sooner, you can start by checking the flower bed in the courtyard. To servants. Grab a shovel and start digging up the flower bed. We'll be waiting for you there. Exit servants. Listen, Crit. Son. You broke the law when you murdered Polonius. If you were just a commoner, we'd probably chop your head off and be done with it. Since you're the prince, we're just going to keep this quiet and send you off somewhere safe until the heat dies down. To England, right? Yep, that's the place. All right. That's it? Wow, I'm a better negotiator than I thought. I'm glad you understand. Yep, it's fine. Goodbye, mother. You mean father? No, I mean mother, since father and mother is man and wife, and through marriage, man and wife are one flesh. By the transitive property, you're my mother. Anyways, off to England. Exit Hamlet. You two make sure the prince doesn't get lost along the way. Get him on that boat as soon as possible. Go on, go. Exit Rosencrantz and Gildan's turn. Okay, England. Let's hope you do your job and make sure the prince doesn't come back. If only terrible food and rain were deadly in high doses, he'd be a goner in a second. He'd be safe. I'll go through with my plan of adding a little insurance by paying some pirates to accidentally attack the prince's ship completely at random. This letter should do the trick. Then once Crazy Hammy is dead and gone, it should be smooth sailing from here on out. Act 4, Scene 4. 
a field in Denmark. Enter Forden Bras with his captain and his army. Okay, go on and tell the Danish king that we are marching through his kingdom. And definitely not gonna try to kill him in the exact same way that my father was killed. If he gets all uppity, just compliment the size of his hands and he should settle down. Yes, sir. Godspeed, soldier. Exit all but captain. Enter Hamlet, Rosencrantz, Guildenstern, and attendants. Whoa, what do we got here? Where are you guys coming from? Norway, sir. What's a Norwegian army doing all the way out here? We are marching against the Polish. Ah, yes, I see. And uh, who's leading this charge? That would be Fortinbras, nephew to Fortinbras. Oh, really? My dad murdered a guy named Fortinbras in the battlefield once. Where are they related? Anyways, are you guys marching to Poland's capital, or are you going to the frontier? In truth, we're actually marching for this shitty little patch of grass on the Danish border that has no strategic or monetary value for Poland. Can't imagine why we would ever want to set up an army there if we were attacking the Polish. Now, if we were attacking the Danish... Mm, so the Polish probably wouldn't even defend it then. Nope. We're actually already got troops there honoring the sacred tradition of squatters' rights. <laughs> Alright. Well, good luck with your shitty patch of grass, then. Bye. Exit, Captain. Can we keep it moving, please, my lord? Bruh? I'll be right there. I want to do a little brooding out here in the fresh air. Exit all but Hamlet. All signs are pointing me towards revenge. What's the point of being alive if all we do is eat and sleep like animals? We have this gift of wisdom and higher knowledge. And what do we do with it? And most of us, it's completely wasted. The worst part is that some of us know the right thing to do and are too cowardly to step up and do it. Everything around me is pointing me in the direction of what I know I need to do. It's saying, you have the cause and the will and the strength and the means to do it. Like this army. It's so strong and powerful and led by a delicate and tender prince who has ambition and strength. He's willing to face the unknown, to face death and the uncertainty for fortune for even just a shitty patch of Polish grass. This is greatness. This is true honor. If you can face down death for basically nothing, what about me? I have a murdered father, a corrupted mother, and just cause to take my revenge. And what do I do? I let it lie. 20,000 men march and are willing to lay down their lives for nothing. I need to be stronger. I need to take my revenge or I'm worth less than nothing. Act 4, Scene 5. The King's Throne Room. The Queen is seated in her throne and Horatio standing before her. Do I have to talk to her? I think talking to a strong female role model, like yourself, would really help her out. What's the matter with her? Well, she won't stop talking about her dad, who, as you know, was murdered by your son, her boyfriend. She keeps talking about hearing things and attacking the furniture. She can't form a coherent sentence without going off and rambling in a million directions. She's snapped and completely forgotten what it means to be a lady. She needs your help, my queen. Fine, send her in. Exit Horatio. 
things I do for this country, I can't help but feel like I'm partly responsible for all this. Enter Horatio and Ophelia. Where's the queen? Over here, Ophelia. Somebody once told me the world was gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. My sweet girl, what inspired you to sing such a beautiful song? Not a Shrek fan? Okay, that's fine. Here's an Ophelia original. Come senators, congressmen, please heed the call. Come learn the story of an idiot's fall. Hiding behind a curtain and flies. This moron was stabbed about four or five times. Uh, very nice, Ophelia. Now come sit down so we can talk. Hold on, we're getting to the good part. This is what happens when you're dumb as a stone. Enter king in attendance. Check this out, my king. Your life ends up wasted. How are you today, beautiful? Hello, good sir. Are you satisfied with your long distance plan? I certainly am. We know what we are, and what we are is nothing. I hope God joins you for dinner tonight. I'm sorry to hear about your dad. Don't worry about it. Here's another Ophelia original. It's a god-awful small affair to the maid with the golden hair. While she's climbing in your window, and she's taking off all her clothes, and her friend is locking the door, she came through the window pure. Fresh with the morning dew, she ain't leaving that way no more. Great song. Thank you, thank you. Let's bring it home. I heard you said you loved me. I guess I thought it true. You told me that you loved me and I needed you. But now you're gone. I don't know what to do. I need you badly. I can't live without you. How long has she been like this? Thank you, thank you. Super excited to be here performing at Madison Square Garden. I want to dedicate this performance to my late father who's going to be put to bed one last time. I also want to give a quick shout out to my brother Laertes. I love you, syphilotic moron. Finally, I want to thank you, the audience. You're a beautiful audience. Good night to all, and to all a good night. Exit Ophelia. Someone should keep an eye on her and make sure she doesn't break any of my stuff. King stares at Horatio. Exit Horatio. Well, it's clear what's going on here, isn't it, folks? Ophelia is suffering from grief madness in the wake of her father's death. Gertrude, my love, isn't it so true that when sorrows come, they never come alone? First, Polonius croaks, and then we send Crazy Hammy away, which, let's be honest, it was completely his own fault. Luckily, we'll keep this quiet. Even if the tabloids are whispering about a cover-up, we've done the right thing by sending the prince away. Poor Ophelia simply couldn't handle the pressure and snapped. What she doesn't know is that her brother is back from France and has been observing our country's proud tradition of drinking, pouring, and ignoring objective fact by pretending his father isn't dead. This is a mess, my queen, and only I can fix it. Do you hear something? 
It was probably nothing. In any case, guards, block the door. Attendants start to lock the door but stop. Enter courier. What is it now? My king! My... My king! Yes, what is it? We don't have all day. It's Laertes, your grace. He's back and he's sober and is angry. He's got a following of people who wants him to be king and he's he's coming right now. An illegitimate king? Who would do such a thing? Oh boy, uh, it sounds like he's breaking in. Enter Laertes holding a sword with soldiers at his back. Where is the king? Stand down, men. We need to, like, protect you, my lord. Who's gonna start the fire that burns this whole place down if you die? Whoa, whoa. I got this, guys. Go guard the door to make sure we aren't interrupted. Totally! Soldiers exit to guard door. Thank you. Now, Claudius, you rat! Where's my father? Calm down, Laertes. We don't want to do anything rash. Calm down? Calm down?! Don't you tell me to calm down! My father's dead and someone's gonna pay for it! Okay, Laertes, what's the matter? Don't worry, Gertrude, there's nothing to fear. God protects kings from treason. Okay, Laertes, let's hear it. Let him go, Gertrude. Speak. Where's my dad? He's dead. But the king had nothing to do with it. Let Laertes speak. How did he die? Give me a straight answer. I know all your tricks, Claudius. And I won't be fooled by your silver tongue or your big brain moves. I don't give a shit if you're the king. If you had anything to do with my father's death, I'll put my sword straight through your heart. You and what army? Did you not see the soldiers ready to burn this whole place down a minute ago? Uh, that won't be necessary. So, Laertes, you're really serious about getting revenge for your father? Like you'll get revenge no matter who did it? You bet your sweet ass I will. I'll murder the shit out of anyone. You, her, even an entire audience if I have to. I admire your tenacity, Laertes. It reminds me of a younger, poorer, and uglier version of myself. Now, I'll be honest. I didn't have anything to do with your father's death. I'm being really, truly honest here. You can judge for yourself. Well, like, let her through. What is it now? Enter Ophelia mumbling to herself with drunken, awkward movement. Jesus! Ophelia! I told you to stay in your room! Oh, my poor, sweet, crazy sister. Your brains were all you had, and now even those are gone! I promise that I'll get double revenge for you and Dad! I'm gonna revenge the shit out of whoever is responsible for this, twice! Laertes, Laertes, always get it with the ladies. It's a shame, it's a trick, that he'll make a pop sick. Poking them all with a syphilis dick. Ugh. My poor crazy sister. Even if you totally weren't completely and 100% crazy and talking some fucking nonsense, you wouldn't be able to talk me out of this revenge! No, that's not how the song goes at all. You need to dig deep and really belt it out. Give it another try. Take it from the tap! Uh... I see. You need something to get you going. It's totally normal and happens to tons of men. 
I think I might have something here uh, to help you with your little problem. You don't have a heart condition, right? <sighs> My poor, crazy sister. Ophelia searches herself for something. No, seriously, I've got them right here. Well, I had them. Pop one of these little blue guys and you'll be right as rain. You'll be larger than life when I'm through with you. You got real star power, kid, and with my help, we're going to be taking you straight to the top of the charts. That's one way to make the old man proud. I remember I was on track to be a singer myself, but then Dad croaked and put a wrench straight in the works. Okay, Ophelia. I think it's time to go. Uh, you're wanted on set in five minutes. Five minutes? I haven't even done my warm-ups. Oh, my agent is going to hear about this. Oh, Polonius, stupid Polonius, you went and threw it all away. Behind the curtain, you were hurting when you were stabbed yesterday. Oh, Polonius, stupid Polonius, we miss you now that you're gone. One piece of relief in all this grief is we can't hear you. I'm warmed up. Adia! Exit Ophelia. Jesus. Do you see what I'm working with here? Laertes, nobody knows better than I do about how you're feeling. I am so, so sorry about your dead dad and your crazy sister. I'm going to make you a deal. You talk to all your smartest friends, besides me, that is, and if they find any evidence that had anything to do with your father's death, I will give you my kingdom, my crown, even my life. If they don't find anything, then all I ask in return is your patience in this matter. We will help you find the true killer. I mean, you have to admit, the fact that his death and burial were kept secret and there was no funeral or any kind of rites given seems pretty suspicious. You make a good point. And all I'll say is that the great axe will fall on whoever is responsible. Come with me. I want to talk with you in the other room. Exit King and Laertes. Act 4, Scene 6. A different room in the castle. Horatio and Servant enter. Oh, what's that god-awful smell? I thought they buried Polonius already. Uh, yes, well, that smell is actually coming from the other room. There are some sailors here to see you. I couldn't really understand them, but I think they want to speak with you. You couldn't just take a message? They were quite insistent that they only speak to you directly. Fine, whatever. Send them in. Exit servant. This must have something to do with Hamlet. He's the only one who sent a message like this from halfway across the world. Enter sailors. Use Horatio's? Regrettably, yes. Here's his goes. Thanks. <clears throat> alright, alright, keep your shirt on. Horatio opens and reads letter out loud. Dear Horatio, please take these sailors to see the king as soon as possible. I know they probably stink, but that's what spending six months on a boat will do to you. We were attacked by pirates two days into our trip to England, and they took me hostage. Aside from all the murdering and stealing, they're actually pretty nice guys. Huh. 
Make sure the king gets these letters and then come see me as fast as you can. Seen some pretty crazy shit these past few days. Huh. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are still heading to England. Dude, you won't believe half of the stuff I'm gonna tell you. See you real soon. Your bro, Hamlet. Well, shit. Alright guys, you heard the letter. Let's get these papers to the king and then you need to take me back to see Hamlet. Exit all. Act 4, Scene 7. A different, different room in the castle. King and Laertes enter. Listen, Laertes, you know that I'm your friend here, right? You need to trust me. I didn't kill your father. Okay, but tell me this. Why don't you punish the guy for his crime? Well, it's kind of complicated. See, his mother's the queen, and she simply wouldn't be able to stand seeing her little baby boy suffer. And to tell you the truth, I just don't have the heart to hurt the queen myself. Then there's the fact that all the people in the kingdom love him, and that they'll be pretty upset if we chop his head off. So, my dad is dead, and my sister's gone crazy, and that gloomy little twerp Hamlet gets off scot-free? You know, they say you should only worry about things you can control, so... King leans in conspiratorially. Listen, don't tell anyone I said this, but your father was actually a pretty okay guy. And I guess on some level, we were sort of kind of maybe friends. I guess once someone helps you bury a dead stripper, they... Enter messenger. Oh, news. What do you got for me? Letter here from Hamlet. This is for you, Your Grace, and this one is for the Queen. From Hamlet? Who brought them? Some sailors, I don't know. I didn't see them for myself. That guy Horatio sent them along. Okay, get out of here. Exit messenger. Laertes starts to leave. King stops Laertes from leaving and opens letter. No, not you. Let's see what we've got here. Dear Uncle Dad, I'm on my way back to Demonarc. I would really like to see you. You won't believe what happened to me. See you real soon. Hamlet. What does this mean? Are they coming back or is this some kind of a joke? Can, can you recognize the handwriting? Oh, it's Hamlet, that's for sure. And, and look at this. There's a P.S. P.S. Come alone and unarmed. No cuffs. What do you think that means? I don't know. Could mean anything. But let him come. I'm looking forward to seeing him in person so I can return the favor he did for my dad. Okay, Laertes, let me ask you this. How are we going to make this happen? Are you not going to follow the wishes of your king? Well... You don't need to put me in a position to disobey your wishes. Okay, well listen. I can't have you murdering the prince for no reason. Today's your lucky day, because I'm going to cut you a deal. But you gotta work with me. Really? Man, that would be so much easier than staging a coup and killing you and your wife. Uh, yeah. You know, Hamlet was pretty jealous of you, Laertes. Oh, really? Why is that? Well, he was jealous of all the traveling you were able to do, but specifically because you met a particularly special Frenchman. He was a gentleman of Normandy. In spite of being French, 
he was a fearless warrior that people said was gifted with supernatural abilities. Hmm, a Norman? Are you sure his name was a Norman? No, he was a Norman. Oh, oh, I know, Lamond. That's the one. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Nice guy, beautiful dog. Well, he happens to be a very good friend of mine, and he spoke very highly of you. Oh, Laertes is the best sword fighter. Simply the best sword fighter around, and everyone knows it. Well, Hamlet got so jealous that he wanted to see you immediately to prove that he could match your abilities. His mother talked him out of it because the kid is one of the worst swordsmen ever. No question, simply the worst. People say it all the time. Hamlet is the worst swordsman around. Where are you going with this? Do you want to avenge your father or not? Of course I do. Well, listen. I know a thing or two about killing people, and let me say this. The longer you go without getting revenge, the more likely you move on with your life and give up the dream. Don't waste your time. Take advantage of today and make your dreams come true by murdering the guy that killed your dad. Yeah, okay. How do you plan on making my dream reality? Okay, well, what we can do is just pretend we're having a friendly duel. Nothing crazy. First to blood to give everyone a chance to play some bets on you two. Except something could go terribly wrong, and Hamlet could accidentally die. I'll do you one better. When I was abroad, I met this girl who threatened to blood... Uh, well, it's not important why I have it. But I've got some crazy strong poison that I can dip my blade in and can use that to slice the prince with. It'll definitely kill him. I like it. And it might be good to have a plan B. The prince is wiry, and not to say that I don't think you could beat him in a sword fight, but it might be good to use some of that poison on his drink, so that when he takes a water break during a duel, we can just poison him then. Enter Queen. Uh, anyway, so that's how you cure homelessness, Laertes. Oh, hello, my queen. Uh, hey, Laertes. I've got some more bad news for you. Ophelia drowned to death. What? How? She fell underwater and couldn't breathe any air. You know, she was never much to look at in life, but she was kind of pretty there at the bottom of the river. She looks almost like a mermaid or something. She's dead? Yep. Well, Ophelia's already had too much water, so I won't cry for her. I'm not crying. I'm not crying at all. <laughs> Laertes runs away crying. Well, we'd better track him down before he trips and cracks his head open and ruins my beautiful marble floor. Exit king and queen.